We are lit. 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 Keep it lit. You are now listening to DJ Chase Radio. Turn your radio up. The home of the creative. Tune in 24 7. Yeah, man, yeah, man. It's only DJ Chase. You're now locked in right here at WDJC DB, DJ Chase Radio, man. Every, every day, stream 24 7, www.djchaseradio.com. Lock in. What's going on, world? It's the pregame party, Miss Podcast. Make sure you follow me on that Instagram, underscore DJ Chase, on that Twitter, at DJ Chase, that Facebook, DA Real DJ Chase. Lock in with me. Enjoy your listening experience. I hope you guys are really, really enjoying the podcast. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy bringing you guys really dope interviews. So, you know, have some fun. Tune in. Lock in. Yeah, the pregame party, Miss Podcast. Let's get it. You are now listening to the hottest station, WDJC-DV, DJ Chase Radio, www.djchaseradio.com. Can I sing for you, baby? Cause I know that we gon' be straight, yeah Baby, you know when you hear my phone, you make my day, yeah. Tell me, pull up as soon as you get home Cause I know you've been waiting for me, yeah You give me what I need, yeah I can't explain this feeling to say with you is my favorite place I don't really know what you're doing to me But don't stop, baby but please don't stop, don't stop no, no. So amazing, no Don't stop, baby Don't stop, no I was doubtful, but now I'm like, why should I find it? When I'm without you, the thought of you gets me excited. Seems like you got a hold on me. Oh, baby, I'll leave all my friends alone and be around you. I'll do whatever it takes not to lose you, baby. So you can be my Sierra and I'll be Russell. Sounds like love is good enough, future. Don't stop, baby. No, don't stop now. And you got me feeling so amazing. Oh, 
Yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase, man. WDJC DB, uh, DJ Chase Radio, man. You know this, man. Oh, you're on uh, 12 mobile apps, um, Live 365, DJ Chase YouTube, DJ Chase TV, and Apple and Spotify Podcast. Today, we have recording artists, RB artists, label owner, recording engineer, music supervisor, and father Winston Ward with us today. What's going on, brother? What's going on, DJ Chase? Listen, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for 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 the hospitality to have me on your platform. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I said, I get a lot of hoodlums that listen to my show. I get a lot of cool people <laughs> to listen to my show. So you know how that go. Uh, That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great, man. No complaints at all, man. How's everything on you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I had a lot of work to do today, so I'm trying to get everything organized and then, you know, just get the business going. I got the my beat store out right now, so I did like an exclusive release for my beat tape, so I just put a beat tape out, so it's pretty dope. Nice. Nice. Mm. Congratulations on that, man. For sure. For sure. All right, man. So I want to get a little bit into your background. You know, you're a label owner. You know, you do a lot of stuff. You know, definitely a dope, oh, yeah. dope, super dope-ass R&B artist. Um, you know, you were born in New York, correct? Oh yeah, Bronx, New York, born and raised. Boston, New York, Bronx, New York. And what's your nationality? I was see. I see you had a song called Jamaican. So I don't know if you're Jamaican or not. I I am Jamaican. I am Jamaican. My pops is Jamaican. My father, my yeah, my father's from Jamaica. My mom is from the United States. Uh, she grew yeah. up in Harlem. So okay, copy, copy. What, uh, what school you go to? Uh, I went to Bronx Leadership Academy. So right, yeah, Bronx. Born and raised, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, now New York, you know, we we native New Yorkers, you know, it's, it's, it's the most expensive city in the world. It's changed over the years. All these non-New Yorkers come here and messed up the city. You know, <laughs> I, oh, I, I wanted to say this, like, what, what, you know, everybody wanted to be a rapper. What made you want to be a singer? Oh man, I think so. A little backstory: My older brother is a singer as well, so he never took it serious. Mm-hmm. But he would always sing, he would always sing around the house and. Growing up, I would always hear him sing uh, Drew Hill. And one day I just took one of his CDs and mm-hmm. I would, that was it. That was it. That was the start of it for me. I would literally just sing Drew Hill up and down the house. And then it expanded from Drew Hill to just Cisco by himself. And then from Cisco, I went to Boys to Men and then Brandy, all these other amazing artists that I mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, took hold to. So, yeah, yeah. yeah R- R&B was always for me. I didn't. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had the <laughs> the inclination to rap like ever. Like it was yeah, never, yeah. it was never a thought. It was it was only R and B. That's crazy. You know, it's funny. I don't even think there is any R and B artists from New York. Actually, I don't. I don't. Rem- I don't really recall. Right? Uh, Not I mean, really. I mean, Alicia Keys is from New York. Uh, no, I mean like male. I mean, I meant to say male R and B. Excuse me, male. There's no real male R and B artists from New York, right? That that is true. Now we, we could be mistaken, you know, we could be mistaken, but mm-hmm. from from what I can gather, uh, I don't especially the Bronx. Yeah, um, I never no, heard R and B singing from the Bronx, yeah. Never. So um hopefully hopefully I'll be the first. That's dope. That's dope. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and what did your parents say? Like, you know, you say, you know, you could have been anything, you know, same with my, mm-hmm. my, my story is a little weird too. So, you know, what did your mm-hmm. parents say when you said you wanted to produce uh pursue music full time? Well, my mom, she is, uh, let's say a scholar. She's very, very big in academics. Mm-hmm. So um, my mom was always of the, the belief that, you know, you always need a backup plan, mm-hmm. you know, go to school, get a, get a good job, and you could do music on the side. But I'm pretty sure, as you know, you know, if you want to take music serious. There's um, no such thing as doing it on the it, side. Th- there's no such thing as doing it on the side. This mm-hmm. is a full-time passion. It's a full-time effort that you need to put in in order for you to reach, you know, 
reach reach a decent level. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I knew from very early on that the traditional path wasn't something that I was going to take. So um, I think now and over over the over the years, my my mother accepted it. My father my father always accepted it. Um, <laughs> That's was, how it uh, is. Yeah. Right, right. My pops always accepted it. He mm. he loved he loved it from the jump. So um, mm. it was just my mom that that gave me a little bit of resistance. But yeah, you know, eventually, eventually, she 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 came she came on she came on she came along as well too. So for sure, for sure. And uh, you know, New York, we did, we were probably around the same age. New York, they they don't have no music programs like they used to. Uh, there's no like schools that teach it. They took it all out of schools, especially production programs. You know, the only yep. thing they only got one. I think SAE, and I think they're trying to close that. Um, yeah. You know what? Who like? How did you? teach yourself production and songwriting and singing because it's very difficult to write R&B songs. I don't even do it. So who taught you how to do that? So I, I would be remiss if I didn't if I didn't mention the uh, the guys that I grew up with. Um, I grew up with, with, with two guys, uh, Gerard and Charles. Um, they're pretty much like my best friends, like God brothers or uh, whatever you want to call, mm. you know, you know, whatever we want to call ourselves but um we were all in like an r&b group together and i really learned every almost everything that i know now from them mm. how to write songs how to structure songs how to listen to songs how to how to build my harmonies mm. you know all you know all of those things so kind of just growing up with those guys and we grew up in the church and mm. being in the church being in the church also kind of helped cultivate our sound mm. helped cultivate us um musically as well too so um I, I would i would have to say it was a combination of church and just being in, in, in the r&b group with, with uh with, with my guys so. yeah for sure for sure that's dope and um what instruments do you play so I don't play any instruments. The funny thing is, every everyone always believes that I play instruments. Even, mm. even when I was, even when I I, I was heavy in, into into church, mm. everyone always believed that I played instruments because I always hung around with the musicians. Mm. Right? It was just we we all kind of understand things. So I understand a lot about music and, and music theory. Mm. But I don't I don't necessarily play instruments. Gotcha. I'm okay on the piano, but I wouldn't I wouldn't ever <laughs> play to be a piano player. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah, and you know what? Who who inspired you? Because I know a lot of times people like myself, I'm inspired by you know. I mean, I, I try to. I'm really inspired by myself, but I you know I listen to or influenced by certain. Not I wouldn't say influenced. I guess inspired by. Who would you say like inspired you as an artist? Like like a, a, another artist or producer or singer singer songwriter who inspired you? I think, I think it it, it changes daily. Um, moment, moment to moment. I think nowadays when I when I watch Kanye West, I know it's I know that's kind of like left. Nah, I say, but that ain't left. That ain't left at all. What Kanye's done to do? Of course, no, no, but because he's not like an R and B singer. Mm-hmm. But I, I admire his his free spirit. I admire how he's not scared to create what makes him feel good. And especially when I watched his documentary, I felt I was drawn even closer to him. Um, uh, let, let's say other people. Um, obviously, let's let's dive deeper into R and B. Um, Tank is uh, one of the, the 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 big people for me as far as influences. Um, major major influence. Jamie Fox. Mm. Um, major major influence for me. Um, Eric Bellinger when it comes to singing and songwriting. Songwriter, yeah, major, that's the that's the that's the yeah, that's the guy with the songwriting. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um, Babyface, like mm. you know. 
Luther Vandross, you know, like his, just the way how, like his stage presence, how he was able to command the room with his voice. So hmm. it's, I draw, I draw from so many different people and so many different experiences. A lot of things that, I, what, what I really like to do is I like to watch people's live shows hmm. and how they sing in the room. Like, I like to listen to Music Soul Child and I watch so many of his different, like, shows and he'll sing the same song. 20 different ways and I appreciate that so much because it's like it keeps things new and it keeps things fresh so mm. like just to to, 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 to uh, round out yeah. your question I think what inspired who inspires me I think I draw inspiration from everyone who sings and who, mm. everyone who pursues their passion um, and yeah I, I appreciate it because I, I draw something from them every single time yeah, that's fire. That's fire. And you know, as an R and B singer, especially a male R and B singer, a lot of the R and B today is it's it's getting there, it's getting back up. You know, you have the the burnt fires and you have the different guys like that making more the Giveons, making different type of music. You know, do you feel like uh <clears throat> you being a male singer that sings about love and romance and actually happiness and happy situations, not pain and, right. and want to kill yourself. You know, <laughs> do you do you feel like that's that's actually harder uh to make it into the mainstream or or you think it makes it easier? So I think mainstream is dictated by what people support. Mm. So I think right now, especially you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Brent. I think the the type of music that he promotes is I wouldn't I wouldn't call it toxicity because he he, he 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 even came on an interview and said that you know he doesn't really promote toxicity. These are just his his experiences. Mm. Um, so I think what I think people, especially in R and B they and let me not you know single it down r&b i think it's just popular music in general mm. they they kind of ride the wave of whatever's whatever's popular whatever whatever's happening at the moment so i think as long as i continue to make music that's that's important to me that's relevant to me that mm. i know will connect with other people mm. um i try not to really you know worry about you know what's popular or if i'm if i'm riding the wave of what everyone else is doing as long as i'm making music that's true to myself mm. and true to 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 who i am as as a person and also as an r&b artist um i think that i'm i think that i'm okay i think i'm on the right track yeah, yeah, that's that's a dope way to look at it, you know, because a lot of, like, even with you, you don't really have like auto tune and the same. Because like I said, pers- personally, I think the guys make great songs. I personally just think they can't sing. So I mean, I being mean, an R, me being a producer, I'm like, all right, they they great songs, but they just can't sing. Like they horrible. Uh, you know, uh, as the type of artist you are, you're a self self proclaimed deep thinker. You're an introvert. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like that sometimes hurts you, or do you feel like you know what? I'm not as outgoing. I'm not as with the antics. Do you feel like that kind of hurts your career? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it. I don't think it hurts my career. Mm-hmm. I think when it's time for me to to speak to people, I can hold a conversation. Yeah. So I think that is what's important. I think if I was introverted to the point where I didn't want to connect mm-hmm. with anyone, or I didn't want to go out and speak to people, then I, I um I wouldn't. I, I definitely wouldn't go far. Um, I also don't think that you can be that much of an introvert and be a good performer and i I personally believe that i am a decent performer Mm -hmm. so i think in my personal life i prefer to keep a lot of things private but uh, (laughs) when it comes to um when it comes to the music i definitely know how to you know flip that switch and turn it on for sure for sure now this debate of r&b is dead let's get into that real quick we don't talk talk on that too much but how do you how do you feel with the what people saying r&b is dead how do you how do you feel about that like 
You know, because that's I, I personally don't think that's true. I think if anything, the rappers are making R and B records, but it can't be dead with people like he's an R and B singer. He's not a rapper, so exactly. So, so to answer your question, not not even answer, but just to comment on it, I think mm. a lot of people are stuck in whatever era they appreciate the most when it comes to R&B, hmm. right? So, like, you see a lot of people, they're like, you know what, I really love 90s R&B. Or hmm. some people like, I really love 2000s R&B. And if you think about it, those times are almost, those times are never coming back. Those nah. specific times. Of course, we're gonna, we can draw samples from it and we can kind of, you know, remix it the way how we want to remix it. But um, those times are never coming back. Hmm. So, I think what people should do especially if they love r&b they should try to embrace um the aspects of r&b that are that is popular and also if you don't find anything that you like that's popular that means you probably have to do more digging because i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's artists who are singing the type of songs that you want to listen to oh most definitely they're just not they're just not popular yeah so i wouldn't necessarily say r&b is dead i would just I, what i'll say and you alluded to it earlier is there are a lot of rappers who are singing they're throwing auto to it and they're singing about relationships they're singing about i mean they're, they're rapping about relationships they're rapping about having their, their their heart broken and things like that and there's that's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. however i i wouldn't say i have a problem with it but i personally wouldn't call that r&b so because yeah, you come from the traditional sense yeah Exactly. Mm. So it's there. I think they're conflating the two. Like mm. there needs to be like a, a different, different. Jo- different yeah. jo- I've always, I, and it's funny because I've always, I've always said that I was when I first heard Drake. I said he's an R and B artist. He's not a rapper. Like even I used to be, I used to be the original advocate. I used to, like he's terrible. Like because I never thought he could sing. So I'm like, I make music. This this nigga is whack. Like he's just terrible. Like and he, <laughs> he's progressively gotten worse. But you know, I think what it is is too is just I think today. I think it's the talent level. You feel me? Like I think of the two thousands, the two thousands was crack, and the nineties was just because everybody was just talented. People today oh, yeah. are not talented. People today are marketed. So there's a difference, you know. Of course, of course. There's <laughs> no what's the name? There's no there's no yeah. artist development. Mm. There's no um, there's no nurturing an artist. There's no grooming an artist. I think now it's just because of the ease of access of technology anyone could go into any studio and t- and um pretty much cry on a song and tell them to put auto-tune on it and it's going to sound fire yeah especially if you got an engineer that that, that knows what he's doing you know? yeah, so, yeah um i think that that kind of took a lot of the, the artist development away because you didn't need to do it because we have technology to make you sound the way i want, I mm. want you to sound well i'm gonna tell you this i get a lot of music reviews and i do uh music review music reviews for a big company and i tell you the white artists they are not playing. They are doing all the R&B. Like, they, the old school oh, R&B, yeah. all the oh, white yeah. acts, all the foreign acts, they are doing all the old oh, sound yeah. R&B. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, do you self... I wanted to know this question, too. Do you, all the records you have, do you self-produce those or you, like, collaborate? So, I, co- I collaborate. I don't, um, I don't produce almost... There's very few songs that I produce completely by myself. I collaborate mm. with almost with almost everyone. Okay. And um, the reason why I do that is because I personally feel like my music is better when I collaborate. Mm. I think, and I think that's a that also like adds to your question before. I think if I, I think if people who are introverted, I think most people who are introverted, they like to do all their music by themselves. Mm. Whereas me, I like to collaborate with 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 so many different artists because what I realized a long time ago is 
the experience that I have with one artist is mm-hmm. going to be a completely different experience from the experience that I have with myself just listening to the music. Mm-hmm. So, and and it, it, it's collaboration all across the board. It's not, I'm not an artist that feels like, oh, I need to write all of my songs. If you got a hook for me, bro, send it. If you got a verse for me, bro, send it. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 sit, or sit, send it. Because, you know, there, there, there are fire female writers, there are fire male writers that's out there. Mm-hmm. And there's fire male producers, fire, fire female producers that's out there as well, too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always willing to just collaborate with, with, with everyone because I feel like music is better that way. And if you really think about it, that's how it was done back in the day as well, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, the record, I want to get into some of your music, right? So the record I got... Throw it away. That's the one I like. We're gonna talk about two oh, other yeah. records. You know, we're gonna talk about the joint that's dropping Friday. But throw oh, it away. Because oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going through back catalog. I like to go through back okay. catalog. So like okay. the throw away record. Yo, that record is fire. I just, I just want to let you know that. And uh, you know who? Uh, like what inspired that record? Oh man. So you give me the short answer. I give you the short answer. Yes. Um, that wasn't necessarily my situation that I went through. Mm. It was a situation that my best friend went, went through, right? Mm. Gerard. I, m- I mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Um, he was he was going through a situation mm-hmm. that was very bad, and I almost felt like I was going through it because we we were speaking about it every day. So one day I just was like, "Listen, bro, we we gotta we gotta we gotta write about this. We gotta use that pain. We gotta use that 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 energy that you're feeling. Let's put it into something productive." And that's what came out of throw it away. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You who produced yeah. that record? You produced that? No, no, no. I didn't produce it. I'm so, about to say, I the, funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing, one of my boys, he sent me that record so many like years ago. Wow. And it was literally yeah, it was literally just sitting on my computer. And when I was sitting down with Gerard, we were literally just going through beats, going through beats. Mm-hmm. And that came that came up. Like I heard those keys. I was just like, Yeah, I reckon yeah, that's up. the one. That that's record is up. Yeah, uh, you know now sounds of music university. Let's get into that. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah. So is that your label? And what's up? You signing artists? How we? How we? How we working with that? Oh yeah. So all right. So yeah, sounds of music university is my label. I'll go. I'll give you a brief overview of why I call it sounds of music university. Mm. Before um, my Instagram name used to be the R and B student because I truly felt like I was a student of R and B. I I knew. I know a lot about R&B. I studied it as far as from a, from a musical standpoint, like as mm-hmm. far as like riffs, runs, harmonies and all that. So I wanted to build a community of like-minded artists mm-hmm. who also who also studied um, music. It didn't have to be R&B. It could have been pop. It could be hip-hop, country, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to build a roster of, I wanted to build an, a roster of artists who, who had the same passion for, for studying their craft. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 how and why I started Sounds Music University. Um, currently, I am not accepting any new artists because I would like to work more closely with the artists that I do have. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, you know, or not sometimes. What I what I ran into um, a lot of my early days, I was just trying to sign everybody and just work with everybody. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is I was spreading myself too thin, oh, and yeah. it caused a, it caused a little bit of resentment with the artist that I was already working with because mm-hmm. it was almost as if if you think about it, if you have uh, if you have I speak about relationships, if mm-hmm. you if you already have one girl and you're still out looking for other girls, how, how's that one? How, how's that girl at home gonna, gonna think like she gonna feel like she's not enough? And so, artists, and artists um, are sensitive as hell for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. so. 
they no, think listen, money, they I, think money grows on trees. So I'm like, listen, I have to, <laughs> I have to get revenue somewhere else. I have to, I have to figure this out. So you ain't working, you ain't selling records. I got to get some money, like. Of course, of course. Yeah, they think money grows on trees. So I understand what you. I understand what you mean. You ain't got to be nice. I got. I'll say it for you. <laughs> now, the, the next record, the next big record that we, before we get out of here, I want to talk about this something about you featuring oh, the man. lovely Amber Lee dropping on this oh, Friday. Man. The fire soulful joint. First and foremost, who produced that? Oh man, my dude Thomas Craiger. Funny thing is, he he's all the way in Canada, but hmm. he wasn't him. He he hit me up. He does a lot of like R and B beats. He's like, bro. I'm feeling your style, like, you know, things are, like, there's not a lot of R&B artists like you, mm. like, here, he sent me, like, a few of them, and this was one of them that I was just like, this, this gotta be, this is the one, mm. and the funny thing, Amber, Amber pulled up to the studio one day, and she's just like, yo, let's work on something, and I was just cycling through beats, and that came up, and that, that was all she wrote, we, we wrote it right there on the spot, Yeah, and, um, that was all she wrote. Crazy Amber Lee is your artist? She signed to you? No, no, no. Oh, no, Amber no, no, Lee is fire. No, no, no. She, 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 she killed that joint. He's a beast. Yeah, she killed it. She, she killed it. All right, so you want to shoot a video for that? Video's already shot. Coming out the same day. Oh, well, see, I ain't know that. That's <laughs> that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. I got the exclusive record, so that's what I'm saying asking. Oh, nah, yeah. that's that. Nah, oh, that's yeah. definitely that's definitely a uh, <clears throat> that's a banger. I'm definitely I'm definitely wow. feeling that one. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, I want to ask I want to ask this question, right? And uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, as artists, as producers, as CEOs, we do so much. You know what I'm saying? We extend over, mm-hmm. over extend ourselves to the point of sacrificing and things like that. You know, you have uh, one full album, two EPs, and a load of singles. Mm-hmm. You know, what's next for Winston Ward? Like, what's next on the agenda to say okay i've been through the promo runs i got the label i've been doing this a minute i've been putting in that work i own a studio a fly studio you know what i'm saying what's next for winston ward i think what's next is really and so earlier this year i i was i was hospitalized because of Mm -hmm. of COVID, and it, it really uh forced me to think about what i was doing what i what i have and you know what I need, what I don't need, and what I realized what I have to do, and this is all a part of what's going to be happening in the future, mm. is I realized that I have a lot of great things, and sometimes, as you meant, as you, as you said it, like wearing so many hats, we think you know the next thing is going to be the thing that is that's what's going to get us where we need to go, or you know if I sign this one more, or so if I create this other business, or if I do this, or if I do that, and I, what I what being in the hospital kind of like. Uh, made real for me is everything that I everything that I need is within me. Mm-hmm. Everything that I need, I already have. Mm-hmm. So, what what's next for me is cultivating everything that I'm already working on. Mm-hmm. Whether that's my own music, whether that's me writing for other artists, whether that's me cultivating the artists that are already on my label. Um, I really just want to hone in and and really just dig deep and focus on. Mm. what i already have and that starts with me that starts mm. with me putting out all of my music uh, i'll be fully transparent with you something about you was recorded two years ago yeah i believe you you're one of those you definitely don't be holding music don't be holding music bro exactly i can't do it no more bro. don't hold music don't don't do, do that do nothing do drop a I song every every hour if you have to do not not exactly. hold music don't you like you are way too talented to hold music bro 
I appreciate it, man. So, but yeah, no. I, so to answer your question, what's next? It's mm. gonna be a, a whole lot more music, a whole lot more product productivity, a whole lot more. Um, just seeing Winston Winston Ward more, and just being in tune with what Winston Ward has got got going on. There you go, man. And my last, my last, last, last question before we get out of here, man. Uh, you do it all. You produce. You engineer. You uh, dope with it. Uh, you know, what advice do you have for any uh, artist getting into the music business? Like, what do you say? Like, you know what? What's one piece of advice that you have for anybody that says, you know what? I want to be Winston Ward. I want to be uh, DJ Chase. I want to be that next guy. What advice do you have? Um, I would say everything that you need is within you. Start now. You have everything that you need. And don't stop. Yeah. Momentum momentum is what is going to take you to that next level. Yeah. So start, don't stop. You you already have everything that you need. You keep going. It's gonna happen for you. Let's get it. Let's get it. You feel me? Like I said, it's my guy Winston Ward. You know this man, DJ Chase. Thank you for coming on the platform, my brother. My fault sitting there acting crazy. Yeah. So like I said, we here, we here, man. It's uh DJ Chase, man, Winston Ward, man. Where can people find you, bro? Listen, you can find me on my website, which is winstonwardmusic.com. But if you do socials, you can find me on Instagram at winstonwardmusic. Find me on Twitter at winstonward. You just type in my name, Winston Ward. I'm like there. And TikTok is also winstonwardmusic. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's expensive. His studio is expensive. So make sure y'all hit him up. You know what I'm saying? He's very, very, very expensive. Oh, yeah. He's not cheap. You know this, man. Oh, nah, yeah. man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party of his podcast, man, right here on WDJCDB. My guy, Winston Ward, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, brother. You know this, man. It's DJ Chase. Get that DJ Chase merch. Order your hoodies. I got hoodies and t shirts. Got the Scullies for the winter time. It's getting cold. So get those hoodies popping. Uh, DJ Chase Spotify Podcast Apple Podcast YouTube DJ Chase TV And www.djchase.net And djchaseradio.com Instagram underscore DJ Chase There's a lot of Chase going on You know what it is DJ Chase The pregame party Miss Podcast Yeah Yeah man It's the one only DJ Chase man You know what it is man You're now locked in DJ Chase Radio The new New audio home For the creative man Keep a lot Stream 24-7 Let's go We are Listening to DJ Chase Radio. Turn your radio up. The home of the creative. Tune in 24-7.